I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Money with Monica. Monica, what is this behavioral side of the market? You really cannot say that markets are fully efficient. We have inherent biases and those biases uh, prime us to make errors. One of the biggest biases that we have is something called loss aversion. We don't want to bring home a loss. We should not personalize, you should not get too attached to a fund or to a stock. You know, when you are in a herd, either you get trampled or you fall off a cliff. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Money with Monica. You know, what's interesting is that everybody always says the markets are efficient. But now we are suddenly seeing that the narrative has shifted and we're being told that they're actually not that efficient after all. There are behavioral aspects that affect the markets and therefore our investments. So Monica, what is this behavioral side of the market? Lajna, that really is a question which uh, today is baffling all of us because when we studied economics, it was all about the efficient market hypothesis and neoclassical economics, which is actually the bedrock of uh, economic policy and regulation, looked at the world uh, through the eyes of, they postulated a world where there were utility maximizing economic agents. So they want human beings, they are economic agents and we all maximize utility and we take perfectly logical decisions, Uh, we combine all the information that there is to know. So uh, this economic agent is the most rational, logical individual, uh, preps himself up and then takes the best decision. But real life is not like that. And it's taken decades for this branch of economics called behavioral economics, which is actually a mixture of psychology and econ to say, no, real world is not like that. We are actually, we actually make mistakes all the time. We, we prefer instant gratification to pushing things back. Look at health, look at money, look at retirement decisions. We don't take decisions which are rational or optimal. And this really is now informing a lot of uh, regulation, a lot of economic policy, but it's still it's still a fight to uh, put across the point that you know you really cannot say that markets are fully efficient and economic agents are rational. Um, but what are the most common biases that we fall victim to without even knowing? Right. So, and the way that behavioral economics tells us that. Uh, you know, we are making mistakes is it, it informs us that we have inherent biases and those biases uh, prime us to make errors. One of the biggest biases that we have is something called loss aversion, right. where we tend to attribute a far higher value to losses than we do to gains. Right. Okay, so this is, so we, basically it means that we don't want to bring home a loss. Mm-hmm. Now look at what we do. If suppose you buy a pair of shoes, and the shoes are a little tight. 
and you can't return them what do you do do you throw them away immediately no it goes at the back of the shoe rack yeah. there are food leftovers what happens we don't throw it away immediately we push it at the back of the fridge we do the same thing when we do investing for instance if there's a stock or a mutual fund that somebody has bought and it has lost value mm. investors will wait to recover the money till the point that they had made their investment okay they don't want to bring home that loss which is why when somebody reads this disclaimer on mutual funds that mutual funds are subject to market risk etc they get put off because they think it's a risk i'll lose my money the mm. same person will go to a multi level marketing scheme will go to a ico initial coin offering will lose half his money on traditional insurance products not realizing that it's a huge capital loss you know once they get trapped it helps us to be aware that there is this bias so that we can overcome that so uh, from what i understand behavioral biases biases sort of tie in with each other's to mess with our heads so this tendency that you just mentioned it's linked to the next bias that you're going to tell me about right correct correct yes it's really about personalization of events which have nothing to do with you so right. if somebody makes a smart decision mm. on say buying a particular stock or a mutual fund you got into the real estate market just before that big boom yeah you tend to think that you know it's your you're the smartest person on earth and it's really to do with you or on the other side we get despondent and say that we are the unluckiest person in the whole world because the minute i go to invest the markets fall hmm. markets falling have nothing to do with one tiny you know 1 lakh rupee investment in a trillions of rupees market cap market your little 1 lakh has no role to play <laughs> it doesn't matter really so you know we should not personalize we should not get too attached to a fund or to a stock or believe that your uh, birth star or your current birth configuration of stars have anything to do with the way that the market is going to behave got it okay so uh, that brings us to the third bias that i think something is something that we've all been uh, either you know we've experienced in one way or the other which is the herd mentality uh, we see that all the time in the markets right yeah we all see it and typically uh, right now there is this big rush towards foreign mutual funds because uh the one year cagr is like 40% or something 2017 it used to be all about mid cap small cap funds because some right. of them done again 40 50% mm-hmm. and then there is this whole rush there's a flavor of the season and people rush towards that particular sector that particular fund house or uh that part of the market because everybody seems to be rushing towards that yeah and you know when you are in a herd either you get trampled or you fall off a cliff so being part of a herd is not such a great idea simply because investing is such a personal decision it is something so unique to your situation your money your goals that if you're following the herd you are definitely going to lose so on that note we'll take a viewer question and this is a question from sunita who is from thane she writes saying that she wants to invest in mutual funds but she is totally confused on what to buy <laughs> there are so many options out there so she finds it easier to just put her money in a fd or some gold because that's easier right sunita so it's a really important question you're asking we are frozen by choice in fact there is academic work an indian origin economist sheena ayangar in fact has done seminal work in this space where she proves that choice beyond a certain number actually freezes people so you don't want a monopoly you don't want a duopoly you want a few items of choice but beyond that unless you are helped you are aided 
you will simply go back into doing what you're familiar with, which is fixed deposit and gold, exactly Sunita, what you're doing. There are two ways to handle it. One, you can choose a fee for financial planner and help ask him or her to help you sort through the choices available. Second, if you want to do it yourself, then break your goals up into small, medium and long-term baskets. And then according to where, you know, how far from today your goal is, then you invest in products which are suitable for that tenure. The further away from today the goal is, the more equity you can put. The closer it is till today, the less equity you should be completely in safe, liquid assets. So that brings us to the end of this season of Money with Monica. And we hope that it's been a very informative journey for you as much as we have enjoyed interacting with you through your letters and messages. And we will be back with another season soon. So if you want to have your questions answered, do keep writing into us at moneywithmonica at lifewin.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins. Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.